0: Hi, guys. Welcome to another week of the podcast and an episode that I feel so much gratitude for. And I really think is going to be helpful for y'all. I just, ugh, I'm still buzzing. So let me tell you what happened. I really wanted a way to be able to teach and do some online education for everybody for free. So you probably know that we're a few weeks out of my. The only conference I'm doing this year, which is my Rise Women's Conference. And it's so special and such a huge deal for me and my team and everyone who goes, but also, conferences cost money. So I totally understand that not everybody can afford a conference. And I really was trying to figure out how I could serve you know, how I could give something back to this community without them having to pay for it. So I hosted my first ever webinar last night. I hope you were one of the people who joined us, but I, to be honest, had no idea how to do a webinar and I'm still not totally sure I did it perfectly, but that doesn't matter because the intention was so good and the topic was so great. And this is why I have gratitude. I called one of my really good friends, Trent Shelton, and I was like, hey, brother, is there any world where you would come to Austin and teach with me? Trent and I have been friends for many years. We met because oftentimes we are, well, pre-COVID, we would speak on the same stages, and we were joking last night, we're such unlikely friends on paper, but we really are very close. I love him like a brother. I love his wife, Maria, and his kids. We've gone on family vacations together. And in the last year and a half, uh, he and I have gotten even closer because we both have gone through some really hard things personally. And so when I reached out to him, I was so freaking grateful because He's a friend. He didn't even hesitate. He was like, yep, sis, I gotcha. I'll I'll come to Austin. And he served the community so well. If you were part of the experience, you know. Uh, he did a keynote as well as a Q&A with me. It was incredible for the thousands of attendees who are watching live from all over the world. It just made my heart swell, you guys. I think it's just it's been so long since I've been able to teach in that way and since I've been able to do it with my friends who are in this space and so it just felt like a gift. And since it was this totally free thing, I wanted to share it with y'all as well. So today's episode is some of the highlights, some of his teaching, some of my teaching, some of our conversation together. And I hope our intention to serve just continues to go out in the world and make you feel inspired and make you feel lifted up. We devoted the entire night to talking about change. We called it the pivot process. So what is the process to make change? change, make lasting change in our lives? How do we manage change that we weren't expecting? And how do we reach for the change we need even when it's hard? So this is that. And I hope you love it. I hope you find it helpful. And if you know someone who's going through change, I would just so appreciate it if you'd send them this episode and say, hey, I thought of you. And that's it. I hope you guys have a great week. I'm super excited, feeling really good today, feeling really blessed, being very intentional about looking for the goodness in my life. I was just writing my Sunday email, and I was just saying I had so much blessing in my life this week. And here's the thing. I also had so much stress and so much hardship in my life this week. But the difference in the way that we feel, the difference in our energy and the love and joy that we're able to put out in the world or show up for for our kids or our partner or our teams, that is completely dependent on what you choose to look for. So as much as all of us are experiencing hard things, there's also beauty and blessings all around. And I hope... That this podcast is a blessing to you and I hope that you're able to see other blessings inside of your day Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis and this is my podcast I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me And that's what we do on this show Welcome to our webinar. If you have never hung out with me before, I am Rachel Hollis. I am super pumped that you are here with me, with the team, with my good buddy, Trent Shelton. We are gonna spend the evening not all night, not till like midnight, but we're gonna spend a couple hours with you telling you everything that we could think of to help you transition through change. We're gonna talk all about change and the process that you need to do it in an effective way and do it while you can thrive, not just survive a change, but actually thrive during the process, as well as the mindset that you're gonna need, whether it's a personal or professional change. So that's what we're here to do tonight. And before I jump into kind of the plan and how we're gonna make that happen. Can we just check in? I saw some of you in pre-roll beforehand. I saw Alaska, I saw Dallas in the house. Uh, So can you tell me what your name is and where you are joining us from tonight? Because I love the community that we have. People tune in from all over the world. And I just, I think it's so rad when we have a group of people working toward the same common goal. I think there's something so special about our community because we're not the same. We all come from very different places but we have this similarity in that we're trying to become a better version of ourselves. The better version of you might be, how do I be the best mama ever? The better version of you might be, how do I grow this business? So it doesn't matter what your best is. It matters that we're all striving to reach our own. So let me see who's here. We've got Mexico, New Jersey, Dallas. We've got Casey from San Diego, North Carolina in the house, Canada, Indianapolis, Florida, Wisconsin. You guys, this makes a hard explode. I'm so excited to share a night with you. You know, we were getting ready and sort of going over our notes and Trent and I were talking about what we were gonna discuss and how we were gonna sort of weave our stories and our lessons together. And I just, my heart just swelled because it's been a while since we've been able to do this work. Uh, If you haven't met Trent, you're gonna meet him tonight and I know you're gonna love him. If you have met him, you already know what to expect. But he and I met years ago because we would speak on the same stages. So there were several years where we would get to hang out pretty regularly because we were always, you know, we'd both be in New Jersey or we'd both be in Chicago. We'd both be in Minneapolis at the same time. And so it was this really rad opportunity to connect with my friends again and again. And along with all sorts of other things, that was definitely something that I took for granted before COVID. I think we all have our version of that. Those things that you thought were just part of your life that it never even occurred to you would be taken away. When you go through change, you're always going to experience some kind of loss. And for a lot of us, we've had a lot of loss in the last 18 months. So I want you to know tonight, our intention is to just give you some love, right? Hopefully inspire you and lift you up. We know it feels hard right now. It feels hard for everybody I know, but I just keep holding on to this idea that something good is coming. I tell myself this line all the time. This is gonna be great for me. It feels hard. It feels hard to pivot. It feels hard to change. It feels hard to lose someone you love. And I just keep telling myself, man, there is a plan here. And there is gonna be something great for me on the other side, but I have to be willing to stay in this thing and figure it out. We called it the pivot process because it's a process. You're gonna actually have to take action to help yourself, to feel better, to make change for your family, to make change in your community. That's gonna involve action from you. But when we're weary, when we're feeling low, maybe you're feeling burnout, maybe you're feeling you know, like you've been carrying a huge load on your shoulders. When, when we feel that way, it's really hard to find the will to pivot again. And so that's what this community is about. And I hope that you connect in chat role. And I hope that you talk to each other and you support each other when someone's saying something or asking a question, you do your best. Because Trent and I are up here, we're going to be able to see, but not as well as you can. So I'm going to ask you tonight to be leaders for each other. And if someone's asking a question, you feel like you have a solution, man, show up for her, show up for him and tell him some ideas. If you guys are down, let me see it in comments. Just be like, I am here for this. Let's go. Rach, Trent, like let's let's fire it up. I can see Hillary using emoji. So I know that you can use an emoji. Like give me some emoji love and let me know that you're ready to start this thing off. And then I am super pumped to welcome my good friend, my good buddy, like seriously good enough that flew here from another city to be with us tonight. Get your hearts ready, cause he is gonna make your head explode.
1: Hey, what's up everybody? First of all, shout out to Rachel for having me here. One thing about everybody is that we all are gonna go through change We're all gonna go through struggle. We are all dealing with something. And I wanna just start by talking about a few things, five things that I need you to really lock in. And more importantly, whether it be all five or just one thing, take it and apply it to your life. I always say this, application creates transformation, right? Nothing is gonna change if you don't make change because the truth is everybody wants change, but everybody doesn't want to change. And I know all of you are here tonight because you actually want change and you actually are gonna make the changes necessary to your life. We can't control the storms that come in our life, but we can't control what those storms produce. And those storms are gonna produce one or two things. It's gonna produce a harvest of pain, or it's gonna pr- produce a harvest of strength, a harvest of courage, a harvest of peace. And some of you right now might be thinking, Trent, I hear you with all that motivational stuff, but you don't understand what I'm going through. I might not understand what you're going through, but I can tell you this. If you embrace it, right, if you really embrace it, you really attack it head on, that situation will build something inside of you that no perfect season could have built. And you watching this right now, you got two options. You either can sink or you can swim. But I want to tell you something. You got to swim. Because I learned this a long time ago and I want to share it with you. The problems that flood your life, they aren't meant to drown you. They are there to teach you how to swim. And so tonight, right in the chat right now, if you're going to take ownership, say, Trent, I'm taking ownership over my life, say, it's on me. Where you choose to go or don't go, it is on you.
0: Luxury is meant and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases.
1: So I want to talk about a few things that can help you. All right, so write these things down. Number one, okay, what really helped me in my season of change and has continued to help me is I realized this truth. I realized that I had to defeat the enemy. You might say, Trent, who's the enemy? It's not the haters, it's not people online, it's not your opposition. The enemy is often internal. The enemy is often here. Dr. Amon says this, he told me this when I was visiting him. He said, it's not the thoughts that you have, it's the thoughts that you attach to the thoughts. And I thought that was a great breakthrough because I love to say your perspective can either be your power or your prison. And I realized the greatest battle that we're ever gonna face is not an external one, it's an internal one. It's right here. This is the greatest war. And so I had to understand what my enemies were because I learned this. One of the greatest needs as a human, is the need to consistently realize how you identify yourself. And some of us, we have made up our mind. I've been guilty of this too. We identified ourselves by our past. We identified ourselves by our failure. We identified ourselves by our limitations. And we start to operate like that. That's the fuel that fuels our life and it's actually a chain that prevents you from progressing in life because you're identifying yourself by something that doesn't serve you. And so I want to tell you this right now, and only you know, I don't know what your enemy is. I don't know those silent battles that you have. Right, I'm not talking about the social media stuff. I'm not talking about the perfection. And it's just you and your thoughts. I don't know what those things are, but you have to develop a game plan to slay those enemies in your life. And remind yourself of who you are and whose you are. Remind yourself of what you were created for. And this is not just motivational talk. This is accurate talk. So number one, defeat the enemy. So if I'm you, I'm writing down all the enemies in my life. And I'm going to tell myself why I have to defeat these enemies. What it's costing me not to defeat these enemies. And I would think a year from now, if I don't fight, where is my life going to be? One year from today. And that was a major breakthrough for me. In March, in June, t- July, I asked myself that question daily. Friend, if you don't fight for this new normal, if you don't fight for your life, if you don't fight for those that you love, if you don't fight for your mission, everything that you work for and built, where do you think your life is going to be from a year from now? And that gave me chills in my spirit. Because I I, I knew if I didn't do something about it, depression was gonna hit an all-time high in my life. Something about it. If I just take a step, today you're gonna learn from incredible people, right? Rachel and me and all the people you're gonna learn from that are incredible, we're not telling you to figure it out all tonight. But we are, what we are telling you to do is take a step. Because a lot of times we expect to get to a destination, but we're afraid to go on the journey. And I understand the journey is frightful, the journey is scary, the journey is unsure. But I want to encourage you to take that step today, whatever it is. And I promise you, you'll find the tools necessary because the journey is loyal. And I figured this out. The journey is loyal to revealing to your soul, to your heart, to your life, what you need. So number one, defeat your enemy. Number two, is you have to focus on what you can control. You know, Rachel talked about COVID. You know, all these things, all these shifts in life that were out of our control. I think if, if anything last year taught us, that we're not in control as we think that we are, especially when it comes to these external things. And I've noticed in my life, when I lived outside of my control, I always say the external, when I lived in the external try to control things that were out of my control, it drove me crazy. It brought emptiness into my life. It brought anxiety, it brought frustration because I was trying to change something that I really couldn't change. And the common factor that I see in people that stay stagnant, they are always trying to change things that are beyond their control and they ignore the simple things that are in their control. So for me, some of the things that I live by, I call it my formula, right? My prescription for my peace, my prescription for, the, for me being the greatest version of myself, is simple things. And so, as I was going through my season of heartache, my season of storms, I just asked myself, I said, Trent, number one, what's in your control? Well, four questions. And I said, number two, what can you create today? What's in your control today to create the peace that you need in your life? And all I did was simply go outside, go out in nature, pray, meditate, listen to certain music that spoke to my soul. I started my day off with peace. And what's crazy to me is that sometimes we can overlook the small things, but we don't realize that the small things make the major things happen. And I had to realize that. It's the small things that I'm not doing that's creating the major stress in my life. And it's the small things that I could be doing that create the major happiness, the major fulfillment in my life. The second question I ask myself is, control, that can create the right energy that I need in my life. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, my energy was being drained because I was connected to the wrong things in my life. I was connected to the wrong perspective. I was connected to the wrong habits at that time. I stopped doing the things that I know I needed to do. So I said, what can I do to bring more energy in my life? And I asked myself this simple question throughout my day, and I still do it today. Is this bringing me energy? Is this multiplying my energy? Or is this draining my energy? And I literally constructed my day with things that I knew would bring me energy. And the question I wanna ask you right now, and this is just side note, is what are you connected to is my third quote. What am I connected to? How can I bring more connection in my life? And I want you to think about this. Whatever you're connected to is powering your life, facts. So if you look at the end result and you feel stress, it's common sense, but a lot of us don't think like this, you're connected to stress. You are plugged into stress. If you're feeling depression in your life, at some point you are plugged into depression. You're plugged into these things. It's like a real life, exp- a real life example. It's like when you plug something into a wall, right? A light, whatever it does, that power brings a connection. The connection brings a power, excuse me, that that lights up a light, right? That illuminates the darkness, whatever it is, it may be. Are you turning your TV? You got to plug it in. Some of us, we're expecting peace in our life, but we're plugged into consistent pain. I know I'm touching on some people's hearts right now. Don't log off, okay? Let's stay connected. Some of us, we're connected to bad habits, and we're expecting to be fulfilled in our life. So what are you connected to? And I want to give you the permission that you know is draining your life and not connecting you to your higher purpose, to your higher mission, to the greatest version of yourself, to your peace. Pull the plug. Because when you don't pull the plug, it creates more danger for your soul. So what are you connected to? If I'm you right now, I'm writing that down. I'm writing down all my connections. And I'm asking myself, is this something that I need to stay plugged into? Or is this something that I need to pull the plug. Third thing that really helped me in my season of change that helped me make that change is I asked myself this question and I want you to ask yourself this question. What is it costing you not to change? What is it costing you truly not to embrace it not to pivot. You might say, Trent, well, it's not costing me nothing because you're thinking now. I'm talking about a year or two from now, three years from now, ten years from now. You know, I often have a conversation with a 90-year-old Trent, and I love to have conversations with elderly people in general because they give me so much insight. But I have that conversation with the 90-year-old Trent. And I ask myself, if I don't make this choice to change. Or this choice to go do it, or this choice to remove myself or unplug or plug into. Where would I be at when I get 80, 70, 60, 40, 50? If I don't make that decision and make up my mind to actually change? What is it costing you? And some of y'all, y'all might fear change, but you know what? I'm gonna tell you this. Don't fear change, fear staying the same. Fear meeting the same version of yourself in 2022. Think about that for a second. Fear that. Fear going through the same routine, the same stress over and over and over and over again. Fear that. Don't fear change and people judging you because people judging you regardless. Don't fear the journey. Fear staying the same. Once the the, the fear of staying the same outweighs the fear of change, you will make that change every single time. And the last thing I want to tell you as I wrap this up, and I'm going to share something very personal. And I said I wasn't going to do it because I'm not sure if I'm prepared to do it, but I'm going to share it with you guys. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. be straight up. I remember seeing my mother right after her service and we're sitting around the gravesite and I remember her being reeled into the ground and I wanted to stop that so bad and I just saw her go from one foot, two foot, three, four, obviously all the way to six. I saw her get dirt shoveled on her casket and eventually grass put on top and that was it. And in that moment, I was wishing that I could turn back the hands of time. That I can just pause time and turn them back. But I had a reality check that I want to share with you. That turning back the hands of time is not possible. What's possible is enjoying every single minute of the life that you have. Because the truth of the matter is, is that we're all going to get to a day, and I'm not trying to put fear in your heart, but just reality on your mind. We're gonna have our day where our race is done. And I asked myself about my mom. I, said, I wonder if she did everything that she wanted to do. And I know she didn't because she wanted to write a book. And she was waiting till she was healed to write that book.
0: I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. Traveltexas.com slash get your own.
1: I want to challenge you as we wrap this up to live a life and rejoice and not a life and regret. Go do the things that's on your heart to do. You only get one of these. And for parents in here, Everybody in here, because you're influencing somebody. One thing my mom gave me that I'm grateful for, she gave me the lead on life. You might say, what does that mean, Trent? Well, once she ran her race and her race was done, and she ran a a damn good one, she gave the baton off to me and my brothers and my father, and she said, it's your turn to run your race. And I'm grateful for it because she gave me a lead on life. But it's up to me right now to continue to further that lead and run my own race. So everybody watching this right now, you got a mission, you got a calling, you got a purpose. And you got a race to run. Make sure that whenever you finish your race, you're celebrating and rejoicing, not regret. Because you got the most out of your life. You got the most out of your change. You got the most out of those hard seasons. But like I tell you at the end of every single message, it all starts with you. If you got something out of this, light it up in the chat. I wish I had more time with you, but I'm grateful for you and I'm proud of you. And I really mean that because sometimes we don't hear that. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for not giving up. I'm proud of you for not quitting. I'm proud of you for surviving all those things that you went through. I'm proud of you. Now I want you to go be proud of yourself. I'm grateful for you. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you.
0: I wanted to inspire you. That's why these other speakers are showing up in your feed tonight. It's why Trent's here. Like want to inspire you and get you motivated. But what matters most is tactics. Like you can take a class, you can learn from people, you can go to a conference, you can watch a movie and they talk sort of like up here, right? They talk about these, I am always like, yes, but how does that apply to my very real life? Tell me how to weave this into school drop off. Tell me how to keep my cool when I'm putting a four-year-old to bed and she's screaming bloody murder. Like I need to know tactics and so that is what I teach. So here we go. I called this in my notebook, the process of change broken down into the different things that you have to do to navigate that well. So the first thing that you need to do when going through change is understand the type of change you're going through. There are two types of change that we encounter in our lives. Voluntary, meaning you chose it. You decided to move to a new city. You decided to get a new job. You did something voluntarily that changed your life. That's one type. The second type is involuntary. Involuntary is when we are forced to change and it was not our own decision. Going through a global pandemic, involuntary change. Your partner leaving you. Involuntary change. Your favorite boss at work who has helped you climb the ladder and has been this champion for you, decides to take another job and you don't get to go. Involuntary change. There's voluntary and involuntary. And here's what you need to understand right now. It's really easy to look at those two and think that one is bad and one is good. But the reality is they are neither, they are both we can have a voluntary choice that turns out being crap. We can voluntarily take a job we end up hating. We can voluntarily stay in a relationship with someone we know doesn't treat us correctly. We can have an involuntary change that ends up being awesome. But it is really helpful for you to know which kind you are experiencing. Oftentimes we don't know what kind of change it's going to be until some time has passed. And oftentimes we can control the outcome of what kind of change it's going to be. But I'd love for you to start thinking of the pivots in your life and start thinking of the change in your life through this lens. Because if you can ask yourself which one is happening, you can better navigate what it is. The, for today's purposes, I would love for you to choose one change. And since we're here together, let's choose the hard thing. Let's choose what feels really tough. Do you feel like life kind of knocked you sideways? Do you feel like you're dealing with something or do you feel like it's a voluntary change that you need to make? So you've picked an area of your life that you want to make change in. How? How do we make change? How do we make lasting change in our lives? Okay, the first thing, we need a compelling vision of the future that is in line with our purpose. Okay, let's break that into pieces. So I'm gonna start with purpose because I'm gonna guide you through how to get a compelling vision of your future. But let's start with purpose because this is a topic that I think so many people are interested in and not everybody totally grasps what it means. And I know that I tend to attract leaders like I attract women especially I know we got some dudes in here but I attract women who want to show up for their family they want to show up for their community they're leaders at work they're entrepreneurs they're leaders in their church like it's they have a mantle on their shoulder or they feel this calling in their heart and so purpose matters purpose is what will get you out of bed on the days that feel hardest purpose is how you keep going when it feels like the walls are crashing in around you Purpose is how entrepreneurs stood up and went again and again and again this year. Purpose is the thing that keeps us alive. So what the heck is your purpose? How do you figure it out? All right, your purpose, and I can't answer this for you. I don't have the answers. This is work that you have to do, but I can tell you what it needs to be. Your purpose needs to matter to you. That's the first thing. It has to matter to you. Maybe you are deeply passionate about saving weenie dogs. And congratulations, that is a beautiful purpose. I love weenie dogs as well. But maybe someone else hears that and they're like, who cares about weenie dogs? Global warming is the only issue that actually matters. And they can't understand why you would care about a dachshund when they care about the ozone layer, right? Because purpose matters to us. And it matters because you matter. So from the very beginning, you need to understand that it has to be personal to you. Your purpose has to be personal. So, one, it needs to matter to you. Two, it must be bigger than you. You want a purpose that'll keep you going? It's got to be bigger than you. It can't be, I wanna, like, my purpose is I wanna, you know, pay off our home. or I want to get a home or I want to take my kids on vacation or I want to pay off my student loans. But a purpose can be I'm going to break the generational cycle of debt in my family. A purpose can be I'm going to ensure that me and my children are always safe. That's bigger than you. A purpose has to be bigger than it has to matter and it has to be big because it's got to make your heart pound a little bit. It's got to get you going, get you out of bed in the morning. The third thing that your purpose must be, your purpose has to be something you are working on in a future orientation. It can't be in present state because if it's bigger than you, then it's impossible to be be something that you have achieved right now. So those are the three things that your purpose has to be. So let's talk about how you cast a compelling vision of your life. Because when we are going through change, When we are going through hard seasons, sometimes that's all we can see. All we can see is the heart. At the end of the tunnel, you need something that you can aim at that'll get you out of bed on the hardest days. You need a reason, you need a why. But if you don't have an idea of what that looks like, or maybe you've thought of a few things, but it's not a compelling vision, that's not very exciting What do you think is going to motivate you more? A compelling, beautiful vision of what might possibly be, where you see yourself living your boldest, most beautiful life, where you see yourself shining with health and energy and showing up for your family and living a good life and being the kind of woman that you want to be. This compelling idea that can guide you forward or... You know, I hope that I lose, I I just really want to like lose 10 pounds. I think like, maybe I'll go back to school. A compelling vision is purpose. It is there. It is something that you see. It is that light, right? Your vision that you have for your life, the vision that you have for your family or your business has got to be more exciting than any distraction that you currently have. So I came up with an idea a little exercise. For right now, let's make it easy. I want you to take a piece of paper and I want you to start with, I want. I want to be in optimum health. I want to be a present mother. I want to be debt-free. I want to go to art museums. I want, I want you to cast the life. In the center of your page, I want you to tell yourself, I want you to list out why you don't already have that. Like, I want you to list out the sentences of all of the things that get in the way. Why don't you already have this life? What's standing in the way? You know, I don't get enough sleep. I'm really stressed out. I can't afford to pay my bills. I can't just whatever it is. Here, here's the why's. This is what I want. Here's why I don't have it. Okay. Then the third and final thing that I want you to write at the bottom of your page is what will you do? What are you willing to do right now today to make this vision your reality? Guys, vision cast, what's in your way? What are you willing to do? What are you gonna do every single day to make this come true? Okay, everybody with me? So the next step is I want you to fold your paper so the excuses are not visible anymore. And all you can see now is a compelling vision of the future and what you are willing to do to make it happen. This is the fourth step in making change. Reinforcement. You called the shot, you know what kind of change it is. You cast a compelling vision, you know your purpose, you know a why, right? You said what it is. You said what you're going to do. And now you need to reinforce it in your mind. You are a creature of habit. 85% of the things you do every single day, you are not even conscious of. They are unconscious decisions you make again and again and again. So if you want lasting change, not change for a week, if you want lasting change, you have to incorporate that future and that choice into every part of what you do. So... Reinforcement looks like you reading this every single morning. That's why my vision of my future is in the first few pages of my notebook. I do my journal work every day. I do my gratitude work. I do my meditation. And then I open to the first page of my journal and I read it aloud to myself every day. I am reminding myself over and over and over where I am going. I am reminding myself again and again who I want to be. When I feel frustrated with my daughter at bedtime, I am reminded again the next morning the kind of mama that I want to be. It is so easy to lose sight of ourselves. It is so easy to get distracted. It is so easy to be too tired to give everything we have to everybody else and forget to show up for ourselves. So, I want you every single morning, I want you to promise me, I want you to promise yourself, like Trent said, tell me right now, say, I promise. I will do this exercise and I will read it every single morning for 30 days and I want you to watch a miracle happen. To me, being healthy Okay, this is the last thing, because I've gone way over on this, this keynote, I know, and I still have more to talk about. Um, the last thing is a path and foundations, okay? You need a path forward. And what I want you to think, I want you guys to draw this on your paper. So I want you to draw now all the way to like future you. And then I want you to divide it up. And this first little bracket right here, this is gonna be one week. And the next is gonna be three weeks. And this is gonna be three months. And I want you to think of your path in terms of foundational moves because people get really excited, get fired up. You're learning a lot, you wanna make change and you choose something massive. And making a massive, like jumping in and doing something that's incredible, but also very hard to sustain. Because the energy of an experience is not something that you can easily replicate. It's hard to remember why we ever felt like we could conquer the world. Like on March 3rd, you're like, why did I get that gym membership? Like, why did I buy all that Lululemon? Like, why did I spend all this money and I didn't use it? It's sometimes really easy to forget the energy we had when we made that decision. So I want you to think foundational. And when you think foundation, I want you to think of cement. Cement. Do you all say cement or cement? I say cement, like the stuff that's on the ground, right? If you think of this product that is used to the foundation of the floor I'm standing on in houses, in sidewalks, it's used all around the world. It's hard. I can jump on it. I'm on a second story right now, and yet I'm, you know, totally fine. It's holding me up. It's made of tiny particles of sand. It's foundational, but it's made of tiny little pieces. It doesn't come in this giant chunk. People think that their foundation needs to be this massive declaration or this huge cha- change. The reality is it's, it's a bunch of little tiny moves that you make that equal something big. So when you think of a path, here's what I want you to ask yourself. What is one thing that I can do in the next week What can I do in under a week that's going to give me a result? What can I do in under a week that's going to give me a result that can be part of my foundation? What's a little success that I can have? Maybe you're on a health journey and you're like, you know what? I'm not going to try and change my nutrition. I'm not going to try and give stuff up. I'm going to try and drink more water. Or I'm going to go on a walk I'm gonna challenge myself to go on a walk. I'm gonna do one foundational thing. And when you do that, I want you to celebrate, you guys. I want you to honor yourself. I don't care how small it feels, you freaking did something. You did something in a world full of people who signed up for this webinar and didn't show up, in a world full of people who are stuck but won't make moves to change, in a world full of people who are gonna stay here and repeat this cycle again and again, you're doing something, honor that in yourself. I want you to challenge yourself to do one thing this week. And when you do that, I want you to do another thing. And I want you to do another. And the craziest thing happens. They start to stack like layers. They start to build on top of each other. Then you ask yourself a bigger question. Holy crap, I've done 10 things that I could accomplish in under a week. Okay, okay. What's something that would take me three weeks What's a change? What's a choice? What's a step that I can take that'll probably take me about three weeks to do? And then you're going to freaking do it. You're going to totally do that thing. And then you are going to celebrate the hell out of yourself because you did that thing. And then you added another layer to the foundation. Only this time, it's a different color. It's a different texture. There's a different weight. This isn't a baby step. This is like, we're starting to jog. We're starting to see some things. And when you get here, then you're gonna ask yourself, okay, holy crap, holy crap, I'm feeling a thing. What is something that I can do? What is a choice that I can make? What is a step I can take towards my compelling future, towards this change that I want in my life, but it's probably gonna take me about three months to accomplish. But when I do, holy mackerel, holy crap, now you're on to something. Now these steps that you're taking, now these are becoming habitual. Now this is becoming part of who you are. It's not a question anymore of can I change? It's how fast. Because what this is, what you're seeing, these leapfrogs, this is momentum. This is you making one choice and another and another, and then the wheels start to go. See, I don't think you're stuck. I think you need some momentum in your life. You see this start to move, and then you stay in it. You stay in this velocity, and you watch this change happen. And it's like the ripple effects when you drop a pebble into a lake. It spreads out in every direction of your life. Because when you realize how to make change, you can change anything. I hope, oh my gosh, I hope you have been blessed by this time together. I've been blessed by this time together. I'm so grateful for the chance to, to teach with you again and learn in community. I want you to know for real, for real, I see your comments and they mean the world to me. I love you guys. I am rooting for you so hard. And I hope that you will embrace change. Even when it feels difficult. I hope that you will embrace possibility that lies on the other side of it. Y'all have a fantastic night. The Rachel Hollis podcast is hosted by me, Rachel Hollis. Our show is edited by Andrew Weller with additional production support by Sterling Coates. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The Rachel Hollis podcast is a 3% chance production.
1: This is a message for anyone with high LDL-C or bad cholesterol who has had or is at risk of having a cardiovascular adverse event. Merck is studying an investigational medication to see whether it may help lower the risk of future cardiovascular adverse events. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death worldwide, and in the United States alone, there are over 73 million people living with high LDL-C. To learn about whether you may qualify, visit CoralReefStudies.com now. Again, that is C-O-R-A-L-R-E-E-F-S-T-U-D-I-E-S dot com.